0: This week on The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, we're rolling right along in our adventures in Acts with Paul visits James, Paul arrested in the temple, Paul asks to speak, Paul's story begun, and Paul's story interrupted. Join me, Pastor Will Whedon, for The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, your daily 15-minute verse-by-verse Bible study on demand. Listen at org or your favorite podcast provider. Holy God, holy and most gracious Father, have mercy on us. Our Father, A reading from Matthew, chapter 6. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. Pray then like this, Our Father in heaven, your heavenly Father will also forgive you, but if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. O Lord, have mercy on us.
1: The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. Amen. Sin is a problem. Big surprise, right? Well, maybe not here, but there are a whole lot of folks out there who don't even think about sin, let alone think that it's a problem. I know a couple of people, thankfully Christians now, but a couple of people, whose first reaction to our confession of sins we have at the beginning of many of our worship services, their first reaction was to laugh. It was all a big joke. They didn't think sin was any kind of problem. And of course they're hardly alone. And that really is a problem today Lots of things that we used to think of as sin no longer are. They're normal, they're fine, they're okay. And, and you know what they are without my even naming them. I mean, all the sexual sins, everything from pornography to sodomy, ah, <coughs> that's fine, it's okay, it's normal, don't bother me about them. Or how about gambling? Online gambling, government-sponsored gambling, Sports gambling. Gambling? Why? Greed is king. And all those poor slobs lose everything? eh, they should have quit while they were ahead. It's okay. And what are we going to say about the babies? What are we going to say about the babies? Roe v. Wade overturned, and yet tens of thousands of unborns still being killed and the supposedly pro-life politicians, I mean some of them, have you ever heard of them? They're tongue-tied when asked to justify any check on killing the unborn. So yes, sin is a problem. And the fact that so many people don't even think about it, let alone think it a problem, is another problem. And that's especially for us. Especially if we tend to buy into any kind of this thinking. And I say this because at the center of the Christian religion, right at the center, is an answer to the question, what should I do about my sin? In fact, Christianity is the answer. Follow Jesus. Look at Him. He's the Savior. That's the gospel, that's the message, and it is really the heart of the Christian religion forgiveness of sins in Jesus Christ in fact even our Lord's name reminds us of that call him Jesus the angel told Joseph why is that he will save his people from their sins so here again in this morning scripture reading Jesus is giving us the model prayer the Lord's Prayer Pray like this, he says. And so Christians all over the world, all the time, are saying this prayer. And sometimes they're saying it several times a day. And whenever they pray, what do they say? Forgive us our trespasses, our debts, our sins. Forgive us our sins. So. While the world may think this is a trivial matter, don't even think about sin anymore, Christians pray for the forgiveness of sins. But of course, one of the challenges of using the Lord's Prayer so frequently is that we actually become kind of guilty of what Jesus said at the beginning. Don't just heap up words and phrases, because we can Race through that prayer so quickly, so thoughtlessly, including the fifth petition, that apparently we don't think sin's all that important either. So I think for a lot of us, sin becomes a pretty manageable problem. Yeah, we think about it occasionally. But when it arises, well, we want to get on with the rest of our lives, and so, well, we'll say the Lord's Prayer, we'll do a quick fifth petition, and then everything's okay. But does that really work? Is sin such a minor problem that we can just kind of breeze by it when we pray? Or aren't we practically, practically speaking, not theoretically, but practically speaking, buying into the world's attitude toward sin? Not much of a problem, not much of a problem at all. Well, let's think about that fifth petition again. You know, it's a little different from the others, isn't it? Uh, It's a little odd. In fact, it can make us just a little uncomfortable because Jesus adds something to the request. He doesn't do that with any of the other petitions, but he adds something to the request. It's kind of an appendix. It's really kind of a commitment that we make to our Father in Heaven who forgives us as we forgive those who trespass against us. Well, you see, sin really is a problem. Not only does it separate us from the God who in love and mercy always forgives us our sins, it also separates us from one another. And there, forgiveness is not always so readily forthcoming. It's not easy to forgive. But this condition that Jesus attaches to the fifth petition is so important that he comes right back to it when the model prayer is over. He goes right back to that fifth petition to emphasize it and says, if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. Well, we talked about the world's ignoring sin and it does, but we're pretty good at ignoring sin also. You see, it's in the Lord's Prayer because we need forgiveness all the time, every day. And in fact, we need forgiveness for our sins against one another. But lots of times, we'll commit those sins and we don't even care. <laughs> now. I don't don't know if you're going to remember this, but there used to be an amusement, uh, there used to be uh, at amusement parks, something that attracted people like me when we were kids. In fact, I don't know, do we even have amusement parks? I'm not even sure about that. But when I was a kid, at a certain age, one of the main attractions was what we called Dodgem cars, or bumper cars. Each kid got in his own electric-powered vehicle, and then you got onto this kind of court, and the object was to bump into other cars, or else to try not to be bumped, to dodge them. Uh, And as I said, at a certain age, it was a lot of fun, and people like me, we got in the car really planning to ram other people. I mean, that was the whole objective. Blast into your sister, blast into your best friend. It was a lot of fun. But while you were trying to do that, somebody else was blasting into you. And the steering on these things was not very responsive. So, you know, well, you were taking aims. Yeah, some of you are nodding. You remember, you're taking aims. Somebody else is hitting you and you're moving. Anyway, you get the picture. But the reason I bring it up is because I think that's a pretty good comparison to the Christian life. We are always running into each other with a thoughtless word, a smart-aleck comment, trying to get ahead, ahead of them, ignoring some, bothering others in every way, offending one another. And it happens all the time. And yet for the most part, we don't care. We just kind of keep doing it. So I sin against you, you sin against me, and we don't care unless it hurts. Because sometimes when we do this, we don't care but the recipient feels it. Or maybe sometimes it happens to us. They don't care, but we feel it. Some of those bumps in our lives can really hurt. And those hurts are hard to forget. Sometimes we don't even forget them. There are things that happened years ago, decades ago, events in my life, and I'll bet in yours too, that you can remember when somebody really did something to you. Well, these are the things that our Lord is calling upon us to forgive. We need to forgive these things. But in point of fact, we can forgive them, and we will forgive them, because God forgives us in Jesus Christ. Let me say that again. We can forgive them, we will forgive them, because God forgives us in Jesus Christ. Now, one of the great things about the Lord's Prayer is that since Jesus gives it to us, we know it's a good prayer. In fact, we know it's the best prayer, right? And that everything in that prayer is something that God wants us to pray for. He wants us to pray for. And he wants to give that to us. He wants to give that to us. And of course, that includes the fifth petition. God wants us to pray this prayer because he wants to forgive us. He delights in forgiving us. That's his nature. He loves us. No matter how trivial we think sin may be, God forgives it. But now we need another problem. Well, why, why then? How does that look? God is also holy and just. And that means he just doesn't ignore sin. He demanded a penalty for that sin. He did payment for that sin. And to that end, he sent Jesus Christ into our nature, into our condition, humbled himself even to the point of suffering and death on the cross. Why? To pay for our sins. And that's how God forgives us. We don't think it's a big deal but God thought it was such a big deal that he sent his son to pay for those sins. So, as we said, sin is a problem. No matter what the world thinks or we think, sin is a problem. That's why it's in the Lord's Prayer we pray for forgiveness and we get forgiveness every time we say that prayer we are confessing I am a sinner but we are also confident that God forgives those sins for the sake of Jesus and his forgiveness well we'll extend that to one another so a Christian is really two things he is forgiven and he is forgiving and sin well you know what sin actually turns out not to be a problem it's forgiven it's gone in jesus christ our savior amen now the peace of god that passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds through christ jesus amen Amen.
0: I cry to you, O Lord. Morning, Father, you. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. And me with the of the Spirit. My mouth is filled with your praise and with your glory all the day. Every day I will bless you. By awesome deeds you answer us with righteousness. O God
2: of our salvation, the hope of all the ends of the earth,
0: and of the far east. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. He redeems your life from the pit,
2: and crowns
0: you with steadfast love and mercy. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Bless Let us pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, since we cannot stand before you relying on anything we have done, help us trust in your abiding grace and live according to your word. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Lord God, we thank you that you have taught us what you would have us believe and do. Help us by your Holy Spirit, for the sake of Jesus Christ, to hold fast your word in hearts which you have cleansed, that thereby we may be made strong in faith and perfect in holiness, and be comforted in life and death. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, for Jesus. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord bless us, defend us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life.